Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you have a single go-to style that you use in conflict or are you able to switch and adapt depending on the situation? Well, doesn't matter which one. Stick with me in this episode because I'm going to help you to understand how you can do things differently moving forward. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I'm going to continue our conversation around conflict management by helping you to understand the different conflict resolution styles. Every one of us has our go-to style when it comes to managing conflict. This has been created by modeling from people in our life and from the experiences that we've had when we're in conflict situations. Sometimes things went well and other times they didn't. So we adopted a style which we thought would work for us in all situations. Unfortunately, this is not the case because not every conflict situation is the same. So even though it's great to know what your particular style is that you want to use, all of us need to be able to shift and use other styles so that we get that mutually beneficial outcome that we talked about last week. So that we get that triple win, a win for you, a win for them, and a win for the greater good. There are five particular styles that we can use in conflict resolution situations. What I want to do this week is just unpack them. And I want to give you the opportunity to grab a resource so that you can then uh, check what your style is and learn how to adapt into the other styles as you need to. So let's just unpack these five styles so we have a greater understanding of what they are, and then we'll look at when they're actually used for these different situations. Number one is competitive. This is also a style that's called controlling, where the main thing is that you win. Now, As I've said before, that was a style that I used all the while. And for a lot of people, when we're not approaching this in an emotionally intelligent way, that's all conflict is about. I just need to prove that I'm right. I just need to get my point across. I need to win at all costs. And unfortunately, that's where we have relationship breakdowns. And we also have stalemates where conflict is not actually resolved and it festers and it continues to go. Now, This type of style is actually useful in certain situations. And we'll talk about that a little more. However, competitive controlling is not the best style to lead with. Number two is avoiding. This is where we keep conflict away at all cost. 
Last week, we looked at the fact that conflict's inevitable. It's everywhere around us. So avoiding it doesn't actually give you the result that you think you're going to get. Well, if I just put my head in the sand, I put my work in front of me and I just keep going, all these conflicts will just go away when I look up. No, it doesn't work that way. They actually get worse when you haven't actually moved to doing something towards resolving them. Now, avoiding is also a style that can be used in conjunction with other styles in particular situations. But making that your go-to style where, no, no, I'm just not getting involved in conflict, it stops you from having those difficult conversations that you need to have. It stops you from being assertive and being confident and actually being involved in getting a resolution to the conflict. Number three is accommodating. This is where you accommodate the other person. You give them everything that they want. This is a derivative of that people-pleasing, seeking approval performance trap, where to get rid of this conflict, I'm just going to give you everything that you want. Unfortunately, this cannot always be the best way. It's not always healthy just to let people have what they want all the time. It's very similar to the avoiding conflict. The difference being it's not passive. It's proactive. It's actually making sure that you're involved in giving the other person what they want. And there's reasons why we might do that. Once again, just like the other styles, there's a time for this. But making it your go-to is not healthy. It's not good for you. It's not actually good for the other person. It's definitely not good for the greater good. Number four is compromising. This is where I'll give you a little bit, you give me a little bit, we'll come and meet in the middle, we'll find a mutually beneficial solution. And this is a great place to think and to move towards. Unfortunately, though, we don't get a full resolution. And the biggest challenge with this is that people can sometimes use this style to manipulate, where they give a little and then expect a lot back. Well, I gave you this, so therefore you've got to give me something. So it can actually create another side conflict around that particular issue. So compromise is a good thing. We're negotiating, we're resolving conflict. But once again, using that as your only style is not the best thing for anybody. And number five is collaborating. This is where both parties, all parties, are committed to working together to get a mutually beneficial resolution. There's no manipulation, there's no avoidance, there's no command and control. It's about, okay, let's talk this out. Let's work out how we can all get what we need here and we can have a peaceful resolution. The collaborating style is the one that's most likely going to keep the relationships where they need to be. We talked about that last week, where relationships are priority. So this is a great style 
for us to use. However, even though it's a great style, once again, it can be overused. So there's five styles that we can use in resolving conflict, in working through and managing these tough situations with other people. The key thing I want you to understand here is that we're not putting these on a scale and going, this style's better than the other. What we're doing here is opening our mind to the fact that there are several styles that we can use in our conflict resolution. Currently, if you're an avoider of conflict and that's not always the best way to go, then being able to learn and then employ other styles in conjunction with avoidance where it's needed is going to get better outcomes for you. As I said, there are times and places for all these conflict styles. And indeed, a combination of the styles are well used in the one situation. For example, if we're in the collaborative mindset and things are working okay, however, we get to a point within the negotiation where there's a sticking point. It could be best to avoid that situation and table it for another time rather than allow that one point to derail everything. Remember a few weeks ago, we talked about the fact that communication is all about having something that's mutually beneficial. It's being able to understand what all parties are wanting to say. It's about looking through each other's lens and having that level of understanding. So sometimes we need to put things aside. Other times we need to have a bit of a compromise. And then that allows us to move forward to the next step where in that interim period, we've had some peace talks and we've compromised up to a point so that we can then collect more data. We can find out more things that we need to. We can look and brainstorm at different ways of handling the solution, but we've taken a lot of the fire out of it. We've taken a lot of that unhealthy conflict out of it as well. Accommodating can be used in conjunction with the other styles as well. And for the same reason, okay, let me give you what you need there. And you give me this back in return. But so long as it's not done in a manipulative way, So all these styles, even competitive, can be used in conjunction with the other styles and can be used in different situations in different ways. Competitive controlling is a great style when there is danger imminent, when there's a possibility that someone's going to get hurt. So being able to take that more direct style in that situation to get the conflict to a point where it needs to be so that we can then move in and take a more collaborative approach can be very beneficial. However, when we lead with competitive and controlling, and that's the only one we ever use, then if that's you, you know that your success rate for mutually beneficial resolution is not that high. And that was certainly me all throughout my corporate career. Well, that's it on these conflict resolution styles. And as I said, what I'd love to do is give you a resource where you can do a conflict style assessment on yourself by answering some simple questions and identify what is 
my go-to style. And in that same PDF, it gives you some examples of when the five styles could be of value. And it gives you an explanation of what those styles are at a deeper level than what I've done here. So if that's you, and you would like a copy of that so that you can get yourself to a higher level of understanding, then just let me know. So if you are watching this on my YouTube channel, then comment below and ask me for it. If you're watching this in any social media group, then just drop a comment below and I'll get it to you. So being able to understand your go-to style is important and then opening up your mind to be able to use other styles in different situations is really going to get you a greater level of success in resolving disagreements. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we continue this conversation around conflict management by me unpacking for you a proven process for conflict resolution. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be, without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.